Welcome to Earrings Off. I'm Lou. And I'm Teresa. Let's get started. One thing that I've been thinking about um, since we last spoke about COVID, the fact that it's just so troubling to me that so many Black people are dying. Mm-hmm. And so many Black people I'm hearing aren't taking it seriously. Yeah, I like, know, right? And I, and I I just don't know what to do or say. And, I, I, and, and it's, you know, people have got to use their platforms to get the word out. And I don't understand why we are so quick to not, we, we we are so quick to, as a community, we're so quick to jump on things like Gail King and 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 her interview and and not take something that's life threatening serious. You know what I mean? Like beat up on Gail King. I, I don't understand how how we think. You know, yeah. and it's it's just really bothering me. It's like how can you not think that? Okay, it's a virus. Protect yourselves. Stay at home. You know, just stay at home. And I, I, I just, I just, I don't know. You know, people are talking about how inconvenient uh, being quarantined is. So, yeah, it's an inconvenience, but it's going to save your life. And it's going to save others' lives. I'm mad at people right now for not taking that serious. Yeah. I the words. You have. And then because yeah. if you're right that we're quick to jump on Gail King, Snoop, and and T and uh T I, but this is important stuff, you know? You know, I'm so mad about it, Lou. I don't know why it struck me so, but I'm just so angry. I saw the stats yesterday in Louisiana, 30% of the people who live in Louisiana are black. Mm-hmm. They're thirty. The thirty. They make up thirty percent of the population in Louisiana. Seventy mm-hmm. percent. They're making up seventy percent of the deaths. Mm-hmm. That doesn't have to happen, right? You know. And then I see this Caucasian minister. I don't even know if he's in Georgia. He's somewhere south. And they showing. They don't. They've already arrested him once, and he's okay. holding church again tomorrow. Yeah. And. The majority of his parishioners are black. Well, that's, what the hell is wrong with them? But that's just crazy because people, <clears throat> you're hearing the information. You have to make your own assessment. My sister-in-law said this best when, when this thing first hit and I asked her, I called her, I said, we were chatting, I said, are they having service tomorrow? She said, I said, are they having service next week? She said, I don't know don't care that I don't need them. I don't need them to say what they are going to do, whether we're to come or not. She said, I'm taking in the information and I will make the decision for me and my family. She said, so we're not going. So I don't know if there's an announcement or not. She said, we're not going. And when we decide it's safe to go back, that's when we'll go. And I told her, I said, Brenda, that is so good because that's what we have to do. My goodness, it's like they used to tell us in elementary school, put on your thinking caps for goodness sake. Take it. You don't even you don't even have to think about it. Right, right. When they're telling us day in and day out, you know, 
a lot of it is mixed messages and the fact that people don't respect the respect the president but don't let right. yourself and your family members die because you don't yeah right 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 and because <laughs> yeah. yeah and and it's like okay so don't cut off your nose to spite your face you know really make solid decisions and the reality is it's just like you said i mean People are tired of being in, I am, um, you know, and you're, oh you're fighting God. that, you're fighting that all the time and you want to get back to your normal routine, but I want to live and I don't want to make other people sick, you know? Here's the thing about that normal routine. What we're dealing with right now is not normal. Right. So people create a new routine right. that will last as long as you're quarantined. Well, you know, create a new routine. And well, then and instead of instead of moping around and saying, oh, woe is me, take on a different stance and say, you know what, today I'm going to read that book. Or today I choose to be happy and and, and glad that I have a house to be in you know there are people dying there are people out there who aren't even have who don't even have food to eat right. you know there are people who lost their jobs oh my goodness. you know and thinking about and, and having these parties and taking an opportunity no. you know to have parties and and, and all of that i, I think i might have shared with you uh about a colleague that called to share um a one of the things that they focused on in the conversation is that people aren't taking it seriously. And she had so much to say about it. Her husband is, is golfing today and with, 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 uh, with friends, with mm -hmm. neighbors. And, you know, my, my, we're, we're walk, taking the opportunity to, to walk to um, Starbucks. You know, I, it just blew my mind. I'm sorry. I love Starbucks and a social opportunity just as probably more than the next person, <laughs> you know, and, and, but it now is not the time to be getting together because, you know, we think about, but that neighbor might've went and had a haircut, right? Mm -hmm. And the person cutting the hair might've been cutting the hair of someone from Italy, say, right. you know, you just don't know how this thing you don't know how people are getting exposed and you know it's asymptomatic is a real thing and what it means is that people have it and they're not showing symptoms but they can pass it on to you you right. can then be asymptomatic and take it to your mother right. or your grandmother right. or a nursing home right. how do we think that people in the nursing home are so impacted it's because okay. someone yeah. without yeah. symptoms carried yeah. it in there yeah stop yeah. it yeah. <laughs> and you're right i mean i hate to sound, i hate to sound so upset about it and well, it is and be so irate but you know i am i'm I, i'm mad yeah because you know i don't want to be stuck in the house in my basement every day working either yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, but you know, Teresa, you and I did an earlier podcast about being uncomfortable and yeah. learning to get comfortable yeah. with being uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and I think that's what we have to focus on during this time, that the reality is 
these are not our normal times. So we are going to have to get comfortable with it not being our normal routine and doing, like you said, figuring out what can we do to help get us through and others through without, you know, without us losing it, losing our humanity as, as a group of, of, as a nation of people and losing yeah. our care for one another, losing who we are. So how do we get comfortable with that? And I think it requires that we look at things through a different lens. It's just like you were talking earlier, and we've been talking about these ministers holding service and people all out of whack because it's Easter and they can't go into a physical building. And there's something wrong with that that yeah. we can't, yes. we're not a people that can understand, that understands that right now, that's not an option. And it doesn't make you have any less faith or, or, or be less of whatever religion you may be when, you're, when your holiday comes forward. But you have got to take precautions to keep yourself in the faith. You know, Lou, you, you're you're absolutely right because, and we have a brain. Yeah. I mean, you know, we 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 have we have to be smart in this, guys. Yeah, we have to be so smart. And I'm gonna tell you, churches have rallied. You know, spiritual places have rallied, and they they're making things available to us so that we don't have to put ourselves and and I, and I really have to question I'm sorry and I, and maybe I don't know if I have to question a pastor who will still hold a service when a parishioners I have to question his motives there you know yeah. like is it all about is it about you or is it about the safety of your people and certainly if it's a mega church with thousands smaller churches my home church in georgia has has an online option you know and it's a small country church you know so i know a mega church has that option right 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 we have right. got to be we've got to be smart and 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 i and i and i don't mean to leave out any other um racial group but black people right now we're getting it. I mean, I'm it's happening to us. We're already a minority. Okay. Do you guys know what that means? Right. <laughs> you know, and now we're dying off in untold numbers and it's mostly our men. Come well, on people. And, this and is going to impact us in ways we don't even know yet. Right. <laughs> and particularly when we think about we're not changing behaviors, which are then causing us to be exposed or to carry the virus unwittingly into other environments, we're already at a significant disadvantage because we have bulk of, a large percentage of us have pre-existing conditions oh. which make us unable oh. to fight the, this virus successfully. So when you think mm -hmm. about that, that's a double whammy. And one of those you, you, you may not, you may have been able to control the pre-existing condition some time ago, but now that we're in the thick of this battle, it is what it is. So let's say factor X can't control that at this point, but factor Y 
your ability to take this seriously and to practice all the various, um, you know, protocols relevant to keeping yourself safe, the social distancing and wearing the mask and all of that, that is within your control. That's something you can take charge of right now. You know what, Lou? You, you are, girl, you're preaching. No. I, I, didn't even, I didn't even think about to, to even say that. Um, but it's true. It is so true. And <clears throat> it, is, it is so very true. And we need to get a grip. And we, after this thing is over, we're going to have to look seriously at these pre-existing conditions that we're so afflicted by. Yeah. Because many of them, you're right. I mean, we live with them, but many of them, you know, many of the uh, pre-existing conditions, you know, we can talk about that those after this is over, right. because many of them, we can control and even eliminate with some right, lifestyle right, changes right. yeah 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 and yeah, we, you know. we need to deal with that and that's what you and i have been talking about our health yeah. but right now that is what it is it is what it is and because it is what it is we need to stay put yeah yeah <laughs> we yeah. need to stay at home we need to practice social distancing and i tell you i have had a few library books and i i i we've been sheltered and we just took a drive we took the long way back home mm -hmm. and in that i tell you i we passed many houses where there were 10 um, cars lined up at at a home mm -hmm. and i'm like really people <laughs> really you yeah. know that you you can't you're not social distancing if you're gathering in someone's home yeah. you know it's probably family members it's a holiday you know um yeah. good friday is is a holiday for many people and you know but yeah you know this is just it's just like you say we we talk about so many issues that of you know current events and things that impact our community but we cannot miss this time to say to people, please stay home. Try to protect your family and protect your health. And you know, it's just like, Teresa, I tell you, I was telling the neighbor, I said, no, we're staying in and we're following the, the protocol because, you know, the reality is dying is one thing, okay? If, if you die, yeah, don't wanna die, but that's, that happens and okay. What I'm having problems with in this whole COVID-19 is the suffering that precedes that death. This yeah. is not an easy transition. Yeah. And you know, yeah. I already told you, I don't handle pain well. <laughs> I don't. So, so it's like, wait no. a You mean not no. gonna be, it's not going to be like you just quickly leave? You mean I have to suffer before? No, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. You know. We make light of that, but it's a true thing for me as well. No. And that's one of the reasons why I'm staying put. And I have to tell you, my company, you know, they're actually looking at, there's a team put together to bring us back into the office. Yeah. And my first response was, 
okay, what's the date? I mean, I understand putting together a team to plan it out so that we responsibly coming back into the office, but I hope that we're not planning to do this before right right before the governor lifts this um right this um what is it called this um what what the the stay stay at home order yes the stay at home order and um and and i hated to be that one to sound off in that way but i'm i'm not well you coming back It's funny. I got an email last week from one of the boards that I'm on and they were saying, you know, uh, the secretary to the board sent an email saying, well, because she said, well, she just wanted to make sure that we're in agreement. We're not going to have a board meeting until the governor, um, you know, lets us know it's okay. And I'm thinking to myself, you didn't even need to ask me that. No, that's not, that's not going to happen. Just send the emails out to everybody. I, I, I mean, I just figured folks knew, but let's be official. No, nothing's happening until then. No. Right. No. I mean, because- I mean folks, just so you know, you know, Teresa and I are just a two person crew here at Earrings Off and she and I have not met personal. I mean, met in person since this happened. Um, we have not. We, we have, have not. We are doing this remotely, uh, and it's been challenging because you know the technology. The technology just doesn't doesn't challenge us. It's the actual. Sometimes you drop the recording and all of that. And we are doing our best to make it work, but she is ensconced in her home, and I am ensconced in mine, and that's the way it right. is. Yeah, that's the yeah. way it is. Yeah, because we that's are. That's the way to end. People that we interview are in their home. So yeah. we are trying to make it work yeah. Um, yeah. remotely yeah. to protect ourselves and those people that we come in contact. We would have normally otherwise come in physical contact with. Right. And um, we have had to revamp things. Um, we had a schedule of um, podcasts and blogs, and this has had to. This has caused us to revamp our schedule and see how can we pivot to to uh, keep earrings off strong. But we're just we we too are trying to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. And right. um, but I agree with you, Teresa, that during all of this, we just have to really think about what's going on in the world. People are losing loved ones. And if you think this is not serious and you're not taking it seriously, I, I think about people, so many people impacted. You know, when you lose a family member, that's devastating without question. But I don't know if people get, when you work with someone every day for five days a week, they become your surrogate family. So people are going to return to offices and somebody's not going to be there as a result of the virus. That is jarring to think you may have lost. And you know, whether people, you may not get along all the time on your teams, but you greet each other good morning, you talk about your kids and they become your surrogate family. I have colleagues that we've talked about our kids so much that I never met them, but I felt I knew this child and I can't right. this child. So when you, when you think about the devastation in your own family and an extended family, but 
people, you know, this is, this is larger than that because you have other relationships that you may not even be aware how precious they are to you. So right. we, we have to, we have to think about that. And I, I read something online yesterday, Teresa, about, um, a man, I think he was in Maine and his main source of income, he did public speaking and apparently was doing fairly, fairly well. But as a result of COVID-19, of course, all of his engagements have been canceled. Okay. Right. No, no gatherings. And that has impacted his ability to support his family and of course not pay his mortgage. And so he's dealing with that. Well, actually he, he was renting and he sent a letter to his landlord to say, you know, I want to give you a heads up. We are not going to be able to afford this. We have some savings. We can, we can afford to live in our prior apartment because that was smaller and they'd only been in this new place a few months. So we're going to have to return there. We can't afford the new place. And I'm sorry, but what I'm most concerned about is we're going to have to break the lease. And I know that's going to, you know, go against my credit and, and it's going to really impact us. And I, I, I just can't make it work for my family in this new place. And so what the landlord did was respond to him by saying, you know, if you want to stay, we can work with you because everybody's having a hard time. But the, the, the renter had already said, even if he offered me to stay, I can't stay without paying and I can't pay this. But the, the landlord said to him, he said, you know, you're not going to get anything reported by me and you are free to go because everybody is having a hard time. But the reality right. is this is my income. And so I'm going to have to have income you know, from this apartment, but I will work with you. I'm not going to report anything on you and you may leave, which, and the guy was just overwhelmed with the motion that this landlord was extending him this courtesy. And, you know, I'm saying that to say that when you think about an example like that, it's right. very clear for us to see the kindness in that. Okay, because yeah. we know the landlord had every right legally to impact this renter negatively, right. right? We can see the kindness in that. But what I want listeners to somehow think about, there is a kindness to others in you following the protocol. Yeah. There is a yeah. kindness You're right. that You're you right. are extending it's yeah. what you can do. You may not be the doctor at the hospital. You may not be the nurse, the respiratory therapist, or all the other hospital personnel. Then, if you don't get to wear that crown to be the angel, what can you do? Exactly. What can you do in your circle? All right. What you can do is control what you have control over. That's right. Within your sphere of influence. That's right. And that can be you doing what you're supposed to do and calling other people in your circle out when they're not doing what they suppo they're supposed to do. And not in a negative way, but just say, asking them to think about that. You know, do you really need, you know, 10 different packages of the toilet paper? Or could you leave some of that? You know? Right. Uh, 
can you maybe, do you need to make a trip to the store every day? Can you wear your mask? Can you practice social distancing? Can right. you just do what you can? And can you be a little, even during this time, parents are having a hard time. I'm a parent. I don't know how I would fare if I had, you know, minor children that I had to entertain and, and, and role model for during this period. But try to be a bit more gentle with yourself during this time. But it's a good lesson to teach them that, yeah, sometimes life takes a turn we didn't expect. So how are you, what are you teaching them to somehow manage when life takes a turn that we didn't expect? It may be the COVID-19 today. It may not, it may be tomorrow, them not getting in their school of choice them not making a team that they worked hard for or it could be anything or worse even worse than that them becoming adults and not being able to conceive a child that they thought all their lives they would be able that would be their story so you need this is a time to model yeah what you do in times of adversity who you are really it, it shows so as as a as a race of people as a community is is you know we've always fought for equality to say you know we're no different than you we bleed the same well yeah we do and we can all get the covid-19 virus the same the same way and so, we should we should hunker the same right yeah. we could take this seriously yeah, yeah. And, and and even more so because the research shows we have pre the, the the research shows that we have a greater degree of pre-existing conditions that's our reality now we can debate all day about why that's so the inequity that's that's profound in that actual fact the fact that we don't have access to health care the you know the the choice the limited choices in terms of food, deserts, all of that, um, all of that impacts us being where, where we are. It's not that we're ignorant or any of that. It's just the, the racism that runs rampant, even in terms of our day-to-day -day existence. That's the reality. But as I said about pre-existing uh, conditions and the racial impact, we, we can debate that. But right now, stay safe. It's serious. Stay safe. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, that's what we wanted to talk to you about today. And we say this with love. It's a hard message, but please be smart about this. You're better than this. Let's take this seriously, folks. Because you know, here at Earrings Off, when we know better, we do better. Take good care.